Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. Welcome back to yet another live match reaction. We are going live straight after the game. We are going completely raw. We're going very unscripted, actually. Um, and we are reacting to Bristol City's 2-1 defeat at Hillsborough uh, today. And just just a dismal, dismal display as I tweet out we are live. Um, I'm joined by Matisse, as always, with me. Uh, on these podcasts, um, Matisse, how are you doing? I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can guess. Yeah, not great. Um, very disappointed, and not even disappointed. Just fed up now. Um, not an enjoyable watch that ninety minutes. Um, it was another loss, Bristol City, and that's two on the bounce. Um, against relegation sides in the bottom through the table and yeah lost 2-1 and it was a very poor performance lackluster nothing going forward really and again like last week Sheffield Wednesday deserved it and I mean we'll get on to us as well but I have to give Sheffield Wednesday a bit of props as well because they they look they looked okay and they played some good passages of football and I thought um especially at their first goal was good but it was horrendous um embarrassing and yeah shocking from us uh and i don't know where we let's, go from here to be honest let's throw all the cliches out there let's throw everything out there <laughs> um whisper football that was shocking it was very 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 bad um this was the bristol city i'll take the big screen banner off here uh, this is the bristol city team uh as it says at the bottom max o'leary and goal it was a back four of george tanner uh rob no, I can't say Rob Dickey, Zach Viner, Cam Prince. That was like the Nigel Pearson kind of setup, wasn't it? Uh, Taylor Garn Hickman in midfield. Uh, Joe Williams alongside him. Jason Knight in that little bit more of a advanced role. Actually, we don't actually know if it was Jason Knight was captain. I presume it was. Um, I have to say, I didn't notice if he had the captain's armband on. I didn't pay special, special attention to it, but I presume he was. It didn't say on the on the graphic or anything. Mark Sykes makes his debut, uh, makes his debut, uh, makes his return. Uh, you can see how organised I am. Um, Alice Mametti and Tommy Conway, Campering also came back into the eleven. Before I get your thoughts on the Bristol City team, this was the Sheffield Wednesday eleven. It was James Beadle, Paul, Val uh, Paul Valentine, Liam Palmer, Michael Ahekwa, Dishon Bernard and Marvin Johnson made up the back five. Ian Pervader, Barry Ballon, who was the captain and their main threat, obviously. Will Volks in the middle of the park. Alton Tilly Masaba and Ike Ukbo, who scored both goals for Wednesday up top. Uh, going back to this Bristol City eleven then. Um, your thoughts on that? Any main surprises? I don't. I didn't think so initially, and then mm. I thought mm, actually that didn't make totally too much sense. Um, yeah, no. Initially, I looked at the, the the team sheet and the names, and I was relatively happy. Um, good to see Sykes back in the squad. Um, Pring as well coming back into it, and I thought the choice of TGH and Williams was good. Um, Mike was in fact the captain. I. I I yeah. saw it in, in the game, but yeah, pretty um, expected squad, I'd say. Um, obviously, Twine wasn't in the match day squad today, so he's about for a bit longer, which is a little bit frustrating because, I mean, we'll get onto it later as well, but we don't have long with him, obviously. So he's already been out for quite a few games. So yeah, hopefully we see him next weekend, but yeah, couldn't make it for today. But other than that, um, pretty standard and expected yeah i didn't i didn't see too many faults on the team um apart from obviously where scott twine in the squad that was the question and apparently he was 
tired from training but that's what that's what i got that's how i interpreted it from the wording of what manning said um obviously you could interpret it differently and that is it's football um yeah no matter james as well in the in the squad which is yeah that's understandable to be honest to a certain degree he's getting on in age and yeah he has played a large volume of games recently uh for city we start off and in immediately the hillsborough crowd i think get on top of us and we just don't just, we just do not look like we, we got going we had a lot of the possession we we had a lot of territory in that sense but never ever looked threatening no from from the get-go i could kind of tell that it wasn't a, very different from from last week and yeah i mean you could tell that they were going to go for it they've got a, a hard challenge but i think they can manage to do it obviously they're trying to get themselves at that bottom three and th this was always massive for them um yeah so for, from the get-go we didn't really look up for it um I thought the start a couple of the balls we we had a couple half chances in the first like kind of 10 minutes on on the right hand side just a couple lucky knock-ons but nothing too much um but yeah from then on out just no real threat going forward couldn't find the passes a lot of sloppy throughout the whole game a lot of sloppy passes just going nowhere too long and yeah just no real quality especially in that first 10 and then didn't take long for them to take the lead yeah, AK Ugbo gives gives them the lead and it's just it's just dismal. I don't know, I don't know what way to put it. Uh, I put out a tweet whilst we I was watching the game saying the last three goals or three out of the last four goals in our games have been literally from the same kind it's been very similar. Uh Harry Cornick, you know, McCrory came on the right, puts the ball in. Uh there that's and then Cornick finishes it. Um and then the QPR goal, very similar to Cornick's goal. Uh, Ilias Chair finishes the first time. And then this one, uh, Valentin gets in on the right-hand side, puts it across goal. Uh, Ugbo takes a couple of touches, I think, and then spins, swivels on the spot, um, pivots really well, and then finishes it. It's, can I be, if I'm being completely honest, um, that was we were quite lucky. More goals didn't come from their right-hand side and our left-hand side in particular because we were rinsed. We were rinsed. We were actually did. We were actually torn apart uh, down our left hand side. Um, maybe Danny Roll expected. Um, I think Wednesday manager expected campaign to start. Maybe targeted target that area, but Pringy, I was well off it. He was well off it. Yeah, he definitely struggled today. Um, obviously brought off in the second half. Probably also due to he's, he came back from a minor injury. But yeah, he. Like you said, he, he he wasn't he wasn't great at all, and it's just too easy really to concede like that. It is a good touch turn, the finish is decent, um, but way too easy just to come inside like that and have the space and the time and the angle um, to make it to yeah to finish it off. But yeah, ready fifteen minutes in, one 0 down. I'm like, oh no, it's it could well be like they they could have they could have torn up they could have scored more again. Today and we mentioned it last week. It could have been two, three, nil, and today as well. I mean, we'll get to our goal in a minute, but um, it, it, it was a good header. Uh, but overall, like we didn't have anything going forward. I mean, shots on target, two. Just we'll, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll talk about all of that uh, later on. Uh, before our goal, actually, Chef Wednesday. There's a massive incident um, 
incident incident um before before we before we equalize Deshaun Bernard, who is eventually sent off for Jeff Wednesday for doing his second yellow card, receives his first yellow card, and arguably should have been a red card as well. He is look, if if, if is he clean thrown goal? No. Is there Michael Hackwell? Is Michael Hackwell coming across the possibly block a shot coming across and coming in from Jason Knight? Potentially, is Michael Hackwell that quick? That's we don't know. That's hypotheticals. But is that a red card? What do you think? I th- I don't think it is. I, I have to be honest, and I think the referee did get it right in this situation. I mean, I'd love to think that. Maybe it would obviously change the game massively, but um, like you said, I mean, who, who was on the um, on the on the left of him? He wasn't directly through on goal. Um, another one of Sheffield uh, Wednesday's defenders coming in, and it was a weak pull down. He didn't throw him to the ground. Knight, Jason Knight went down relatively easy. It was definitely a foul. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like I don't I don't think it was red card worthy. He definitely would have had a shot on goal, but the situation i think it would be harsh to give that a red um but you know it could go any other way at the end of the day but yeah it was it was a relatively could could have been could have been a big chance for us because yeah sykes poked it through but jason i was pulled out what what do you think i think there was a very similar incident at our place against jeff wednesday as well where Barry, Barry Bannon was sent off wasn't he but kind of a similar thing um Nice, well, Jason Knight again, wasn't it? As Jason Knight was played in, and Ballon pulls him down. But I... that, that's the thing as well. On on in that game, I think Bannon's record got um, taken away it? after the match. Yeah, got yeah. rescinded. So it showed that they made a mistake there. It's a, it's um, it's a, I don't know to be honest. I, I'm not sure. I don't think it probably is either. Um, I get I get your point where. You know, it could have, it could have been coming across to get it, and we'd have been very angry as well. If we, I'd say we'd be here complaining if if Rob Dickey does that and gets sent off. As a, it's it's a weird one, but there's certainly a debate over it whether whether it was a red card or not. Um, Bristol City after that red, after that incident though, gained a little bit of momentum for the first, probably only time in the game actually, or maybe a couple, maybe one of two times in the game where we gained a little bit of momentum, got a little bit. Of uh, energy in our play and our passing silenced the Hillsborough crowd uh, a little bit, and that was the most important thing I'd say actually, because that they were brilliant, uh, um, really important for their side. Um, They'll be massive coming into the season. Um, but yeah, we silenced them a little bit, and we then went and equalised, and it was a really didn't really create too many big chances, uh, to be honest. Um, but we go and. Equalised through a brilliant, brilliant Jason I had to talk us through that goal. It was it was fantastic. Well, yeah, like you said, after that red card, I think we started to pick the pace up a little bit. Um, played it down the right a couple of times, and that's how the corner came about. Um, Sykes a deflection from a Sykes cross. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful ball in by Taylor Garner Hickman, and oh, just it's a brilliant head. He's the shortest man on the field, and and he rises perfectly. And it's a, it's just, it's a perfect header. It doesn't get better than that. Um, it was straight in the bottom left corner, and he deserves it. Um, and after, I mean, we can see, we've noticed throughout a lot of our past games, he is a big threat in the box. Um, 
and people d- doubt it and you, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it but he's aggressive and he gets his head on the ball and yeah it was a brilliant goal and yeah massive goal in the game as well equalizing it um could have been a big change in momentum for us because after that could push on but yeah from then on i was like okay let's pick the pace up here and try and control it and play like we know we can um it didn't go that way did it but yeah props to knight um brilliant header from yeah it's a very good header he directed it really well and yeah it's it's a really hard thing to pull off as well so yeah massive credit much massive credit to jason knight and yeah we I wouldn't say deservedly level, but uh, when you play a side, no disrespect to Sheffield Wednesday, I thought they far, far, you know, deserved winners. And actually, even when we, even when they don't win down time, and they have better chances to win the game and kill the game off, um, which is itself is utterly telling about us. We'll talk about that later. Um, the second half is a mess, complete and utter mess from our perspective. Um, yeah, just really good, really good technique from uh, from Knight. Uh, Ugbo could have had three or four. Especially that second half, he, he, he bloody well could have, and we did, didn't do enough to deal with him uh, and deal with well, they managed to shuffle as they threat. Um, yeah, half time, half time uh, was looking like it was going to go in on one, uh, despite Chef Wednesday actually building up ahead of steam again. We it's almost as if we get the goal and then we don't know what to do after that, and it's just like sure, surely you, you build off that momentum, surely you. Yeah, you, you take into your advantage the fact that you've um, quite down the ground a little bit. You've got a bit of momentum. Hopefully, for your sake, the opposition a little bit, you know, feeling like oh, we played so well, they just haven't, haven't aren't going into uh, halftime leading. Surely that's the motive, and it just didn't seem like that. And we just completely stopped playing football again, and we let we just lash up in Wednesday, play ball around us, and they took the lead again and completely deserved as well. Yeah, it, it felt like the goal was just just a pause in play from their from their attack, and then straight after that, they're on us again. And yeah, they they had the momentum and they played some decent football as well. And we just really had nothing to respond with. I really thought we could have kicked on there and and yeah, go and find a uh, take and go and find another goal to take the lead, but didn't happen. And then yeah, on the break of half time. It's uh, yeah, it's a shot from the left hand side, out just outside the box. Well, I don't know if he's he's shooting or is it a cross, but no, it is, it is a it cross. Is, it is, cross. it's a cross. It's a mm. yeah, it's a cross. Yeah, it's a cross. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll give him some. I don't know. I felt like it was in in between. It, it, it was a fast piece like cross. Um, didn't feel like a cross. It, yeah. it, it didn't feel like a cross. It, it came at him fast, but um, yeah, Ugbo again. It's 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 a brilliant um header, right? It was a header, unless I've got yeah. that to be wrong. Yeah, was um. Came out fast, directed it well, um, and two one like that on the brink half time, and we're down. So yeah, just again a bit too easy, but striker as well um, to get his brace. Yeah, and again the move orientates from our left hand side, and just not good again from. Yeah, it cut across. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, just not good again from Pringy, was it? And look, I and I understand the fact that he's just come back from injury and. Even though the injury was a long term, I'm sure it would have an effect on him. The fact that he's bad, he has been playing basically all the games for us this season. It's just not a good first half performance from him. Uh, that's the only half performance from him because after that, we go into half time 2 1 down. Double substitution for Bristol City. Uh, Cam Pring comes off for Hayden Roberts. 
Mark Sykes comes off, and I thought Sykes he was just nap. I think after ten minutes, I saw I saw ten minutes of uh, the game. I thought he's not fit. He just isn't fit. Like why are we playing him? And yeah, that was that was evident evident at half time when he when Manning um, brought him off for Ross McCrory, who I thought was actually one of the brightest sparks uh, in the game. A bit more direct, a bit more attacking. Um, yeah, back five, Dana tucking in to make it three centre backs, uh, allowing uh, Roberts to push on a little bit more. And yeah, McCrory playing as the right wing back. Are your thoughts on the half substitutions? Yeah, I think probably a change was needed, definitely. Um, McCrory to come back in, Pring definitely needed a rest. And then Sykes just coming back, probably expected. Didn't think he was too bad, actually. I thought he probably provided. One of our biggest threats, if we can call it any threat. But um, yeah, McCrory on the right hand side still hasn't played too many minutes, but um, good to have him on. And then Roberts, I think Roberts when he came on, he he looked confident. I don't think he played amazingly, but I think he he looked like he he had a bit more confidence going forward, but a bit too playful on the ball and not not really direct enough. But yeah, double substitution. Didn't make a massive impact. I thought McCrory was good um, in in that second half. Um, he tried to do a bit more, um, retrieved a couple fouls, but yeah, Roberts. So Roberts did get a yellow as well, but yeah, they definitely needed changes. And well, since Sykes returned and Campering wasn't playing well, it made made sense to me. Yeah, just no, not good. Um, from from Pring and Sykes, they really struggled. Um, shots on target for Bristol City, uh, two out of twelve shots. Uh, yeah, that's fat, fat like, a, fat like that. Uh, unfortunate game overall for you guys. Very very unfortunate. Very self self imploding at times as well. Uh, second half, I can't remember one big chance we had. Actually, Andy King. Andy King had a big chance. Oh, Andy, Andy King coming on when we're two one down was was laughable. was very surprising. Laughable. We don't we don't see that a lot. A, a spanner in the works. Um, Mate, it was laughable. Yeah, it was. It was mental. <laughs> on 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 our shots as well. I felt like at the end of the game we were just launching it from outside the box. <laughs> Dicky just had enough, and he was just like, <laughs> Dicky was like, no, nah, I can't be outside. He was absolutely launched. <laughs> Got a missile and then did, did, did um, shot at the scene, but yeah, not good. Um, half top after half time again, a little bit more possession. Uh, tried to do a little in the second half, we had 60% possession compared to the first half where we had uh 45. Um, and it looked like we were trying to build things up a little bit more, but Chef Wednesday were really good defensively, and just again, we just didn't really have much to brag about going forward no real clear-cut chances apart from until the end of the game yeah yeah i know definitely we've really had both threat going forward and didn't really know what to do it was pretty a, a scrappy game i felt at parts of the second half as well lots of poor passes and in on the left or right hand side and just a bit too long and oh yeah a bit too bit too much on it and i, I have to say i thought um, Beadle, their their keeper, was pretty fantastic. I mean, the kid's nineteen, um, and I thought James he, Beadle, relatively, yeah. James 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 Beadle was um, signed by Liam Manning at Oxford. 
Well, there you go. I guess he could see the talent in him. But yeah, I thought he was, he was great. I can't think that's a win. Right? Give me the three points. <laughs> um, but yeah, really poor. Um, just missing that final pass again um, a few times. And yeah, we we didn't we we, we just we just had nothing really, and it was it's just frustrating because we've had positive signs throughout the season. We can play well, and then yeah, face two sides in the bottom three. Two sides in the bottom three. It's just Bristol City. I mean, we're so used to it now. I mean, what do we expect? Um, But yeah, nothing really going, and then. Yeah, the king chance, like you mentioned, was deflected. I think just a kind of, you know, but also Cornick down on the. Well, yeah, we had a triple substitution, uh, late on, relatively late on, on in the second half. That was on sixty-eight. Uh, before that, Taylor Garden Hickman yeah. was brought was uh, given a yellow card for uh, the most yellow card oh, thing yeah. I've ever seen. Um, the most Taylor Garden Hickman thing I've ever seen. Uh, he's mm. clear, he just he just goes past and <laughs> doesn't for face, and he just comes nah, no, you're not going there. Just just pull the shirt down. Uh, that's the yellow card. Hayden Roberts is booked. I can't remember why, but he was booked. Um, yeah. I can't remember why. Um, yeah, triple sub you mentioned on 68. Um, and we're quick. And we're moving so fast because there's literally nothing that happens uh, apart from Sheffield Wednesday territory. And they kind of get their crowd moving up. And, yeah, they have a couple of good chances, which um, was it. Yeah, Zach in the chat mentioned uh, he could have, could have had three or four. He should have had three or four. Um but he had a couple of really good chances. One, he was he he what was it? He missed one, didn't he? Where he kind of slipped over, and we were really lucky there. And then I tweeted, we should have gone through. We should have gone three one down. Um, and then later on, Michael Smith goes one on one, which is denied. Um, mm. Yeah, but just generally, Sheffield Wednesday had the best better chances, and we and we, despite the fact that we should on paper have the better team. And should on paper on the, the table should be you know better just better better side created nothing yeah and it's just the same story really um throughout this season yeah King Cornick Naki came on um for yeah Taylor Garnick and Anis and Tanner so yeah what did we do there yeah we obviously yeah went for more uh for attacking formation cornick uh he put one ball into naki couldn't really get in front of him there um, cornick was good i thought i thought he, he brought a bit to to the game but overall the the team were just not great and like you said on paper now we don't have any injury excuses really i don't think yes we have a couple people out we had the in news of uh sam bell's hamstring we mentioned it at the end of last um the past podcast that yeah we we'd probably say it's best to rest him and keep him out for the season and that's what's happened yeah he's out anyway um the season so yeah but we have options going forward now and hopefully time comes back in but still like that team that's been put out i mean there's there's no excuses they 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 have to be doing better at the end of the day and it's it's not good enough (laughs) same things same things we're saying really but it's, it's it's true but yeah Cornick looked okay. King, I mean, yeah, just I don't know. Yeah, uh, generally, played, man, what happens? Generally, yeah. Now, um, yeah. Mabude didn't get played either. He was on the bench. Um, they decided to bring him on, and then I mean, 
the others were. We we never really put a full bench as well. We had another space. But um mm. yeah, no Mabude, but other than that, yeah, a couple chances for Sheffield Wednesday. Even that's the thing that the red card I didn't even notice the the second foul the of card. um No, that was of, that was given uh, advantage. That was given advantage. And then initially oh, okay. was was given an advantage and then Cornick went on the left and put it back to Williams and then I can't remember what we did with it. I think I might have hit one over the bar or something. Um, or I might have kept it the beat up, but that was booked. I think he was booked up. Was that the take was that the Taylor Gordon Hickman foul? No, I don't know. No, I don't think it was there. No. Um yeah, it was a second yellow card for an advantage that was played by the ref. Um yeah. Um and then right at the end of the game so that red card happens with about 12 minutes to go if i'm not wrong like yeah and and it and it didn't look like they had one man down for they, that last 10 they minutes they so. like they had the extra man but the yeah, way yeah, they were putting us and they were putting us back and we just kind of that we had more we had, we had more of the possession like we normally do against sides again didn't do anything Massive with it, apart from that Andy King chance, which you'll talk about now, actually. Um, this came in the 90-something minute, uh, so five minutes added on time. A 93rd minute, I'm going to say. Uh, ball comes in from the right-hand side. Andy King, um, well, Cornick does really, really well in this scenario. Uh, so the ball is in the corner. Masaba, I think it is, uh, who's kind of trying to shepherd the ball out. Cornick does so well to win the ball back. Shows real energy, real determination, gets the ball back. Um and then zips up the line, puts the ball in. Andy King, you don't want to fall to him, do you? Um, and I said this, I don't mind Andy King at all. I really like him. I think he's a brilliant professional, you know, doing it this, playing champion football as his age. And he has a technical quality as well to be a really good player. Um, but you don't bring him on when you're 2-1 down and chasing a game and you take off. There's a Taylor Gordon Hickman mm. you take off. It's, mm. No matter how bad Taylor Gordon Hickman plays, you've got to keep you can't, if you If the alternative is Andy King, you've got to keep Taylor Gordon Hickman on. We didn't do that. Um, but you don't want it to fall to him, especially a chance like that in 1930. You don't want it to fall to Andy King. Uh, did, puts it wide, um, where arguably that was our best chance of the second half. And that in itself tells a whole different story, doesn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, it was a deflection in the end. But the fact that, yeah, that King's providing our, one of our biggest chances shows something. Um, yeah, on possession as well. I mean, Looking at our games, we 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 lose when we have more possession. We win when we have less. Um, I mean, we obviously had our counter-attacking seasons and we're trying to move to possession-based football. And I think we just have to stick with it and just go through this process. It's not going to be easy. Um, and I feel like the players will have to get used to it. I feel like they've had some time now, but I really hope they can click and they can find it and not make sloppy passes be more clinical find that final pass because what well, today we had well fractionally more possession lost against qpr we had 58 percent southampton we won 3-1 and we had 32 and then middlesbrough we also had marginally less we had 30 percent and then against we beat watford 4-1 and i think we had what 41 percent. so mm-hmm. yeah it, it it does show that but um yeah, uh, in terms of league position, um, I think that for me especially puts any any like minor hopes of playoffs down completely over. Um, I think it, it could have been done. Yeah, I think it was 
over already before, but I, I it, if we can't beat these two teams, like what can we do? Um, so yeah, it's it's another where are we twelfth position? Quite a lot of dropping of the points. Closer to the relegation zone than we are to the top six. Let that sink that is in not as, a great thing. As um, who was it from the traitors said? Let that sink in. Oh, oh um, traitors! Don't spoil second season, please. I'm, I'm not I'm not spoiling anything. It's just a quote. It's just a very famous quote. Um, not a very cringe quote. Um, yeah, let that sink in. Um, yeah. After that, Michael Smith, as I mentioned earlier, goes through on goal. He should have made it three-one. That should have killed the game off. And bearing in mind, this is when Sheffield Wednesday had ten men as well. And arguably, I'd say ten having ten men for for them made it harder for us because they just sat back even more. They just kept their shape. And we we know already we can't break down sides or don't find it easy to break down sides playing in low block. And when you put even more of men back, it's going to be even harder, really. Um, yeah, we just didn't quite cope with that at all. Um, that brings us to the end of the game, I suppose. Because, um, look, we've just lost a side who, yeah, good form, you know, decent, good manager, However, still in the bottom three for a reason. They're in the bottom three for a reason. We haven't beaten them. Um, and that's two sides now who we haven't beaten who are in the bottom three when we played them. QPR now after the bottom three. Uh, Chef Wednesday, three points off. Uh, who was it? Huddersfield, maybe? St- no, Stoke, even. Stoke are in the bottom three, I think. Uh, QPR, they're three they're points points off. Stoke, Stoke in the bottom in the, three now. Yeah, they're... Stoke are in the bottom three. And guess who they play on the last game of the season? Oh, I love football. I love football. Right. Should we move on to player ratings? Yeah. Should we go should, should we go through it quickly? So we can save the deposit. Yeah. So no explaining, just gut feeling. Uh go off, go off your player ratings. Um uh and in the chat as well, you can get involved with the player ratings as well. Just let us know. Um in the put in the live chat section your player ratings and we will put them up on screen. Max O'Leary, I have gone eight. I thought he was his distribution was really poor, yet yet he made a couple of really important saves that kept us in the game. Yeah, not important in the end, but we didn't know that. Could have kept if we go any if we go and equalize there, we're looking at Max and going, Yeah, thank you very much. Um maybe it is a maybe eight is a little bit generous, maybe seven point five, but I've gone eight and uh, yeah, comfortably man the match, I thought. Fair enough. Um I've gone for seven. Um definitely Another good performance. I think we probably gave him man and match last week as well um, because of his performance and it definitely could have been more. Yeah, a couple of crucial saves again. A couple one-on-ones because our defence was pretty leaky, um, especially in that first half, obviously, conceding both goals. Um, couldn't do anything about either of the goals, um, if we're going to be honest. But yeah, a solid performance. Better distribution, I agree as well. I did notice that um, a lot of it. Um by noticing, as in I didn't notice the ball going out of play from a goal kick, which we have seen in the past. But yeah, it's another decent performance by Max. Um, seven, seven point five, maybe. But uh, yeah, I'll go with the seven. Before we move on to our defence, uh, if you are watching, um, please do leave a like on the stream if you haven't already. It's free to do so, and also subscribe um, to the uh, YouTube. Uh, if you're watching this on Spotify or after the event, um, yeah, please do leave us. Uh, subscription uh spotify gives a five-star rating and whatnot and uh yeah we thoroughly appreciate your support um as we try to grow this channel um george tanner i've gone six i thought he was kind of meh i thought he was all right he was in 
didn't he, I think it was more the other side where Chef Wednesday targeted, so I don't think and I think he did okay in certain departments where against pace like Musab, it's hard. So I thought he did okay defensively either. I don't think he was really at fault for many things. I think I'm gonna go six point five because I think he was solid, didn't make any mistakes, and he also made a crucial tackle at one point when I think a mistake was made. Um, at the front, it was a heavy pass, and then they got onto the counter, and he came sliding in, and he definitely prevented a shot that could could well have gone in. Um, and I, yeah, yeah, I think it was solid. He, he looked pretty decent. He's recently as well. He's looked okay. So yeah, six point five. Um, it, like you said, didn't have to do too much, but um, the things terrible. he did do, he did he did okay. Um, Zach, let's talk about Zach and Rob Dickey together because I thought they were both kind of. Uh, if he, I'm going to change that for on his rating, actually. I thought he was poor. Um, we hold Zach to, and Rob to quite high standards. Uh, um, and I thought they were well off it today. And at the end, when the Michael Smith chance happened, they both just lost They just lost them at their heads, I think. Um, I've gone five for both of them. I thought they were just, just nowhere near their normal level. And I thought, yeah, not good. Yeah, I've, I've gone for the exact same, to be honest. Definitely below par. Um, and like you said, they just look the complete lack of awareness and composure in that um, chance at the end. And yeah, the whole defence as, as a whole, we looked definitely less secure. Um, yeah. And it was worrying when they were coming on the attack. So yeah, two, two fives. Cam Pring, I've gone 4.5. Um, I thought Pringy was... Nowhere near it. Um, and yeah, the injury, you know, yeah, factor, but it's not like he's been out with a, a month, two months, it's been out for like a couple of weeks. It's not that much of a serious issue. Uh, now, not now, I don't know anything about professional footballers and you know how they deal with injuries, but I'll be kind of making a guess here. It shouldn't be too you know, affected too much. And he was targeted, um, with their right wing back, Paul Valentin, and um, didn't recover. I thought he was really, really poor. Um, I've gone 4.5. Yeah. I'd... That might be harsh. To, to give him. I don't know. I don't know how harsh I want to be. I mean, I'll, go, I'll go for a five. Um, definitely. I mean, we hold Campering as well to a high standard. He's been brilliant for us um, this season and, and, and in recent times. Um, and we were very... When I, when I saw his name on the team sheet that he was back, I was a lot more confident. Um, but yeah, I've really really didn't have a, a good first half today and was really poor. So hopefully he can change that. Yeah, like you said, he coming back for injury, but yeah, hopefully next week and he improve that. But yeah, five for, for Pringy. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, he gets back to his normal level and maybe that's just a bit of a testing period and yeah, hopefully he's okay. Uh, and yeah, much better against Cardiff, which he needs to be. Um, Joe Williams in midfield. Um, I thought he was Again, we ho we hold Joe Williams to quite high standards as well because he's been really, really good um, recently, hasn't he, for City. Um, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll go, I've gone six for Joe. I thought he was kind of involved, showed a lot of passion, and apparently after the game, had a right go of, at the officials uh, and was had to, had, to take, had to be taken away by the team, as his, by his teammates. But yeah, I've gone six for Joe. Uh, what have you gone for? Yeah, I've also gone for six and well, I'll move on to the next one as well. Taylor Garner Hickman, I thought 
Well, well, yeah, on, on Joe as well, I, I agree. I think he tried to, to create a little bit in the midfield, but he, pretty, he had an average performance. And he's on his own. Well, he's, he's, yeah, and, and then his midfield partner, yeah, Garner Hickman, he, he got, he, it was a brilliant cross in for the goal. He obviously got the assist. Um, I still think he was pretty mediocre um, throughout the game. Got a yellow card, but I mean, that, those in those situations, I mean, that's just tactical play. Um, I'd say, yeah, but both both with a six, maybe maybe a six point five because of the assist, but um, yeah, I, I I'd say it's more Jason Knight than Garner Hickam. So yeah, I'd say um, a six for both. I I went five point five for for uh, for TGH. I thought he was off it. To be honest, and that I think that. That's just because given bumped him up half. Um, so yeah, I've gone five point five two, not nowhere near it. Do his normal standards as well. And it's Mamati. I'm getting down very, 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 very frustrated very quickly. I have to be honest. Getting very, very fed up. It's and that's not yeah, that's sorry, sorry. That's not me being dramatic. I've I know a lot of uh, just go on social media. Um, but just generally at games, I know see so many people who come in week in, week out, who are just going, oh, Matty's done it again. It's just not, not, it's not cutting it. He looks so good in, in a game against Hull, I remember. So good. It's really exciting. It's like he's finally turned at the Valley. He goes and puts in performances like against QPR and today, and it's just like, really? Like, you you have got it in your locker to do better. You just have to put some sort of consistency together. And Alice Matty just hasn't shown it enough times. Um, it's it's four. it's kind of a gone four. Wow. Um, it's kind it's kind of sweet. It's kind of yeah shows in the team as well. Just that lack of consistency. I mean, after that whole game, like you mentioned, that goal, that performance. Um, I really thought, okay, now we can really push on and really shine as a player for us. Um, but just there's just a lack of impact and going forward, yeah, it doesn't have that that composure. I've, I haven't gone as bad as far. I've gone for a five, um, definitely below par and I mean, definitely a poor performance. But with Belly out for the season, I mean, we'll probably have more chances to to prove himself and, and improve that performance. But yeah, really disappointed with him today. Um, next then, Sykes off the right. I mean, he played um, a half, but I thought in that half, Webb kind of the game was most lively, obviously all three goals. Um, I think he was probably one of our better um, attacking threat. And I thought it was okay. Uh, player rating... Six, I'd say. I think he was okay. He came back, for, didn't do for Sykes. Yeah, for Sykes, he. I think he played. He, he he was he came back from a relatively decent injury. I don't know what what was it now four or five weeks since he's out. Um, something like that. But got down the right hand side a couple of times, won the corner. Not done doing too much, but yeah, six for him. Yeah, I echo a lot of what you said about Sykes. I went. But I've gone a little bit lower. I've gone 5.5. Um, 
then came coming off. <clears throat> yeah, then came coming off at half time was a little bit telling as well. Tommy Conway, um, what have you gone for? Again, I think it's similar to last week. I feel like I just don't even notice him on, on the pitch at some points. I feel like he's he's just he's he's got nothing really to feed off. I mean, I don't know really what he can do, but really, how many? I mean, I see his his stats, but didn't really have the ball at all. Twenty three touches. He had a we had one. One shot on target. Actually, I don't remember that chance. Did he? Um, apparently, he did. Yeah. Oh no, the James Beadle one in the first half. Yeah, he yeah he hit he hit it and he palmed it away. Is that a shot on target? It was going well wide. It's given he has a shot on target. It's a well wide. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, shot on target. Yeah, again, it's similar to you. I've I've gone with a with a six. I think I don't know really. If he can do much more, but from what he had, I mean, I guess it was pretty mediocre. But yeah, it's disappointing that when you when you don't even notice your striker and the lack of impact is it's not great. But I guess nothing really on him. So a six. I think you said this last week after QPR, where um, what is an average Toby Conway performance, and we don't even know anymore. Mm. I don't, don't, don't even know anymore. I've gone five. I thought he was just didn't didn't offer anything again, and could have been a little bit better in build up again. You know, I don't think didn't cut it uh, for me. Uh, Jason Knight, I thought was good, uh, but kind of normal kind of normal Jason Knight levels. I've gone, I've got six point five. I've given him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I've gone on six point five. Definitely not, definitely not responsible for for that performance today. I've gone, yeah, six point five. I'm going to go 7.5, maybe 7, but I'll go 7.5 just because I think he was the one of the only ones. To be honest, no, I'd, I'd give him man of the match over Max, in my opinion, if we had to pick one inside. I just thought he brought the most of the game going forward. He obviously got the goal, a brilliant header um, to bring us back into the game, and he looked the most lively. And I guess that's kind of what we expect from Jason Knight. But... He looked positive, passing, trying to move forward. It looked relatively like yeah, electric, and he carried. I think our most threat going forward. So I thought he was decent, but then again, like the lack of consistency, we don't really know what an average performance would be for our players. But I thought Knight was 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 our best player today. I'd say um, followed closely by Max, but yeah, good goal as well. Yeah, that is. Um... Yeah, that is it for the uh, first 11. We'll rattle, rattle through the, no explanations at all, just rattle through the substitutions, yeah. just to make this very quick. Um, Ross McCrory, I went to seven. He came on a half time. Six by five. Yeah, six by five for me. Uh, Hayden Roberts, uh, the other wing back for a bit, uh, I gave 6.5. Uh, I thought he was an improvement on, I thought it was an improvement on the last game, but still not, I don't think it was brilliant. I'd say 5.5, lack of bit of composure, but I liked his bit more confidence, but yeah, 5.5. <laughs> Mackie Wells, oh my goodness me, 5.5. 5 for me, that's it. Not Harry great. Cornick, and I was impressed. Um, I've gone 7.5. 
Oh, I've gone. Uh, I'll go six point five for him. I think he's he showed a bit as well towards the end of the game, a bit above average. Um, but he didn't have loads of time. He had a, he had a, like 20, 25 minutes. But yeah, six point five. I'll take that back. Actually, I won't go seven point five. I think that's a bit generous. Um, I think it was clouded by the other team. Yeah, the rest of the team just been not very good. I've gone seven. I'll play, I'll play just lower it down. Seven. I've gone seven. Andy King, I thought was decent. I thought we didn't didn't do too much wrong. I've got six point six point five. I'll go six. I think it was decent. He hasn't played a lot as well, to be honest. So maybe could be high, but yeah. yeah. Well, that is it uh, for the player ratings. Uh, I will. I'll come back next week with uh, with an average for both of us, including the substitutions. Uh, substitutes um in the outcome i'll come back next week um and talking of next week we can well, we got we should compare it to southampton as well his performances because really after that <laughs> well really we'll just see the downfall after that brilliant night to the last week of those two performances i mean i've seen too many nights <laughs> And after that, like you mentioned, we got the seven-side oh, derby. We forgot Liam Manning. What are we giving you? Oh, Liam Manning. Liam Manning. Um, a five. You go first. You go first. I thought I'd give I'll give him a five. Um, definitely a full performance. But I think substitution-wise, he probably made the right decisions. And I think... At the end of the day, it's also down to the players to really push forward and and use that momentum from the goal as well, which they just didn't capitalise on. But yeah, uh, a five for Liam. I think it's the same issues over and over again, isn't it? Uh, in terms of ability not being able to break down or lack of ability to break down a side we're going to sit in. And it's just the same problems over and over again. I agree, I'll go five as well if it was under par. Um, Substitution has made somewhat of a difference, but Ultimately, we didn't get that goal which we needed, and yeah, I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure. I th I think he would have learned a lot more over the last two games than he would have done against Southampton and against uh, who was it before Middlesbrough. Borough. I'm sure he learned a lot, but yeah, I'm sure he learned a hell of a lot more. Um, next week then. Well, I won't be there, at Ashton Gate. Um, for. Bristol City's seven-side derby against Cardiff. Uh, that will be the third successive home derby I've missed, I think. Yeah. There's three three straight seasons I've not been to a derby game for reasons. Uh, this time, I'm in Wales. Plastic fan. Plastic fan, <laughs> yeah, mate. If I was a plastic fan, I would, given up a, I would have given up a long time ago. <laughs> I'd have given up a long time ago. Um, we, we all would. Oh, very true. Um, no, we love this club really, even through the bad bits, which you are right now. Um, Cardiff, then they've just beaten Stoke, who to be fair, Stoke are in the relegation zone right now, but still, uh, win for them. Uh, and I think they got a draw before that against Blackburn. And I don't think their fans were very impressed either. Um, so one side seemingly just hit a little bit of form, and the other just sticking. Uh, in a rough patch at the moment, seemingly just going kind of nowhere. Both sides in the middle of the table, probably safe from relegation uh, and definitely not getting in the playoffs. Um, mm. So, yeah, what do you think of this seven-side derby coming up? Yeah, it's kind of just a mid-table clash, nothing really to play for, like you said. I mean, before that win 
today they had one win in eight, so they were kind of a bit bit poor form. But yeah, we're at home. Kickoff twelve thirty, a bit earlier. Hopefully, we can at least have I don't know bragging rights over over the Cardiff, but we're both still sitting in 13th and 14th by the end of the season. But um yeah, I remember I went to the away game at, at um at the Cardiff Stadium. Um that was a fun day. Joseph James at right back. Brilliant stuff. Um but yeah I think yeah that was Pearson's last Pearson's game last. as well for for us. But yeah it could be it could be quite a tight game considering I think both teams even though they are beaten the last two I feel like relatively over the last couple months not great um but we really need to to turn it around and pick up a result um because then we'll just go into a big downward spiral um yeah table now yeah we're still 12th and yeah i mean look is what it is but yeah they've been pretty mediocre as well so we'll have to see i can't make it as well but um hopefully time comes oh. back why are you calling me a plastic then? That is <laughs> hypocrisy here. This is ridiculous. Um, and what is your excuse, may I ask? <laughs> I went to Cardiff away and I don't want to right, see a 2-0 yeah. loss. <laughs> you don't want you don't want to see a 2-0 loss. You don't want to see a Famari Jeju masterclass. I never cry on Oh that. yeah, Jeju as well. Has he scored for them? Yeah. No, he's been terrible apparently. <laughs> he's been absolutely <laughs> terrible apparently. From what I've heard from my Cardiff uh, friends. Um yeah, he came on. Yeah, he came on uh, late on. Yeah. I have been somewhat. I was impressed with Cardiff, like kind of slumped, like lightly impressed with Cardiff at the start of the season, where they were quite good and they beat us and they were all going very happy. They were all very happy. And it's been a bar- then it's been, been a bit of a sticky patch for them, uh, a sticky patch of about five months. Um, and then, yeah, now they've come, come, they kind of come to Ashing Eight. I'm up two unbeaten, four, four points in the last two. And we tough for City. Um, I think we'll do a back as I, I think it'll be both. I think it'll be uh, also Cardiff will be quite very, very good, good defensively. And they'll be sitting in the block and they'll obviously, obviously see the pattern uh, that we've kind of showed in our games where if you let us have the ball, we do not know how to break teams down. And Cardiff, even if we try to put balls in the box, they have some massive centre backs as well. Uh, Kutas and, and G, who are really good in the air. So we won't be able to break. We won't be able to break them down that way either. So crossing the box for a no go, especially with Tommy Conway up top, who is not a target man, as Cal Naismith has mentioned uh, in, the, in the commentary today. I think it'll be tough for us. Um, I'll back us for a point. I think it'll be two sides cancelling each other out to a certain degree. I'll go one-one. Um, what your, what's your prediction? We both scored the same amount of games this season, um, and. I, I just see this being like the one of the worst derbies um, of history. I'm going to go for a beautiful nil-nil draw um, with one shot on target between the both sides. Some, something like terrible like that. I, I could just see that happening. And we look at our next games as well. We got Ipswich away on a Tuesday night, which is destined for... Well, I'd love to say greatness, but... Yeah, that's going to be a Jesus tough one. And we have Swansea home, but then we go uh, West Brom away and then Leicester at home. So those two games as well are going to be very Jesus tough. Me. So, so t- yeah, you're we still don't... telling me in our next like five games, 
the easiest, or on paper, the easiest games are against the two Welsh sides. That's what you're telling me. Mm, we are. Exactly. We are utterly finished. <laughs> Don't be, we cannot beat Swansea at home. When's the last time we beat Swansea at home? Like 2017, was it? A 2-0? Graham Potter when there was... We do not beat Swansea at home. And it's a car- and it's Derby Day against Cardiff. So that's going to be tensions. Uh, tension is going to be ramped up as well. And then Ipswich away. Good luck. I know they have more of the ball, but good luck. Uh, and then less- and then West Brom away. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's not... They're gonna- yeah, they're going to bully us. Um, and then Leicester at home. Again. Good luck. No, that's not, I don't know if I'm going to get anything from that either. Um, thank you, I suppose, for watching. Uh, I think that's about it um, from us. I'm finding this. I'm finding this last time we, we beat Swansea at home. Yeah, um, at home. It was a 2-0, I think. Maybe. Oh, my God. The facts are in 2019. Early. 2-0, I think. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you got it bang on. 2-0, yeah. 2nd of February... 2019, that is five great years ago, um, Vyman and Odalda. So, yeah, oh, um, cool. good luck then for us in our next five games. Um, we'll see how that goes. On a positive note, well, still, I- I'd love to ramble on about Semenya and Scott, but they're losing right now against Man City 1-0. The Foden goal, but Foden is on my FBL, jo- so... Jo- Josh Browner was... Sent off for Burnley today, and they're not impressed with them. With that's going to get me to minus points. That's not great. Count. I've can looked for my FPL in six, seven weeks. Um, Scott, but but they're not impressed with Brownhill, um, uh, and his contract's up at the end of the season, and I don't think they're going to renew either. So he might be available on a free transfer, depending on who. Well, obviously we're not going to be in for a yeah I, I saw like, people people have been saying on online that maybe we'll get a little brown or transfer it's not really it's not going to happen um they'll they'll go to like a top top championship club um maybe like whoever mm. comes down you know, sheffield united luton maybe if they go down but but i was gonna say Burton, no luton's staying up trust me luton's staying up i reckon i reckon if sean, if sean dodge comes down with burnley he's going there isn't he uh sean dodge comes down with everton on them uh it's going there because he had it before. Um, also, that is it. Yeah, go. What was I about to say? Um, yeah, the twine situation as well. Because mentioned earlier, we don't we don't have a lot of games with them as well. And I mean, obviously, there were the fact that maybe, possibly, if at the end of the season it goes well, we could get them on a permanent. But I mean, what Bournemouth got smashed today? I think yeah, three 0 against Palace. Um, they are not staying up. Um, so I don't think, yeah, yeah. So I don't think um, time will be will be staying with us. I reckon they'll want him back, and he'll probably be needed for their campaign next season. Because yeah, they're already eight points off. Um, Not but yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But big game at the top of the table. Leicester lost as well last night. In terms of the championship, I actually thought they were a lot more clearer. They're only six points off. Imagine they don't. Imagine they just fall apart now. They're not going to fall apart. They they won't, but. They're six, are they, they're six points off four, third, aren't they? Because Ipswich are low on points with Leeds, I think. Yeah, they're six points off third, which is third, in the in the grand scheme, it's not. They've got an FA Cup game as well to play. They've lost their Bournemouth, last two. It's Bournemouth, isn't it? Leicester not getting promoted. But no, maybe that's a stretch. But they're going to go up. They've got QPR. Yeah. They've got QPR. Right? 
We can beat QPR. Beat so they're definitely not going to beat QPR. Um, oh, what a fun time to support City. Yeah, we are such a just so so inconsistent, and uh, yeah, uh, our mood fluctuates from game to game at this point. Southampton after Southampton, we're all very excited. We're also in playoffs, maybe. And uh, two games later, now we are closer to the bottom three than we are to the top six. It has been um, a fun uh, playoff push for Bristol City, and ultimately it has ended it. <laughs> it's the problem. same every year. We're always like, <laughs> if we win the next game, we'll be only two points off, boys. And then, and then we no, stay like home for twenty, 20 seconds. Games. Yeah, and then we and then we yeah. use that for twenty games, and then once it's like six points, we're like, okay, we just need three in a row, and then and then we realise when we're eleven points off, about just over ten games of the season, we can't beat the two sides in the relegation spots. I think it's another fourteenth, but yeah, possibly. that's the story. Very very possible. I think that's we'll finished. That, that just about sums it up. I think. Um, thank you very much for tuning in to everyone who has uh, decided to tune in. You are you must be mad to hear us rant about British City. Um, thank you very much. Um, keep safe. Subscribe uh, to the eighteen hundred four podcast YouTube channel. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, if you're watching on Spotify or whatever podcast. Um, thingy uh, platform uh please give us a five star rating um but yeah that'd be very very well appreciated thank you for your support in advance and yeah we will catch you all maybe sunday maybe after cardiff depending on when i'm back um and yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll catch you all then thank you very much and we uh appreciate it all and yeah keep safe bye-bye